Welcome back. It is the afternoon show. Jack Fritz alongside Ike Reese, live from Jiggies and Pete's in South Philly. Pre-game, in-game, or post-game, basketball and hockey are better at Jiggies and Pete's. Find a location near you at jiggiesandpete's.com. Howard Eskin in the, uh, in the building, ready to go for the big BG show tonight. So, listen, all the stars are here. Pete's here. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a good time. <laughs> uh, let's get to what we do, and we'll go back to the phones, obviously, after, but what we do every day around this time, and that is the Top 5 5 today with Buzz. Quite the day here to be doing the Top 5 at 5, the final Accountability Tuesday of the 2023 Eagle season. It's a big spot, but I think I'm up to the challenge. I got my top five question marks entering the Eagles offseason. And at number five, in light of the news this morning, it's the offensive line. I mean, Jason Kelsey has been a staple in that offensive line for years now, an all-time Eagle, hanging it up, again, reportedly, uh, according to Adam Schefter. Uh, but what does this mean for the future? Cam Jurgens now at center. Does that mean Tyler Steen uh, is starting at guard now? This offensive line has lived off of reputation for a while now. I think it really kind of took a step back this year, and you're going to lose that guy in the center. Uh, I am worried about the offensive line going forward. Well, yeah, and, and the, the good part is they have obviously been good at drafting it. You know, like there'll never be another Jason Kelsey, I don't think, sixth right. round, a, a Hall of Famer, but they've been good at it. You know, and I would not be in a rush to move on from Jason Kelsey. Yes, <laughs> that, that you made very clear <laughs> early in the show. And I, I still, I don't think he's really gone. Even even if he stays retired for a little bit, I could see him coming back closer to when the, they need him. Yeah, exactly. When they realize that break in case of emergency. Yeah, yes. Does he pull Jason Peters and ask for more money? Uh no, I don't think he's. Yeah, I don't think he would do that. Um, do you think they would make him uh, play a guard? Like Jason Peters? Nope. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Not playing guard. He's a center. That center spot's center. his, yeah. 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 That's good. That's good. All right. What's number four? All right. Number four, Brian Johnson, offensive coordinator. Uh, I think it's pretty wide consensus. I would guess that most people do not want him back at this point. Uh, but he is the quarterback's, you know, long-term coach and mentor. What is it going to do to Jalen Hurts? What's it going to do to Brian Johnson? Who is that new offensive coordinator? Big question mark on the OC spot entering 2024. Yeah, um, I don't have any issues with Brian Johnson. I really don't. Um, but I wonder if there are issues because of his role in the offense and whether or not that clashes with what Nick Sirianni wants to do and does that clash with Jalen likes to do. I just don't, I don't know the dynamics of that, that trio there mm-hmm. and how it works. Um, I'd be perfectly fine if all three said, hey, we hit rough patches. It didn't work out, but we believe we got the right group here that can get this thing fixed, and so we want to keep it together. What's the reaction if they bring back <laughs> Brian Johnson and Sirianni? What's my reaction? Your reaction might be different than the, the city's Yeah, or reaction. everybody else's reaction is they're going to snap. <laughs> it's yes. meltdown city. Yes. My thing with this, the, the, the Brian Johnson thing is that does, and it, it comes down to power struggles in the organization. Does that mean that they believe more in Sirianni than they believe in the quarterback? Uh, or, good or, question. Or, 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 yeah. <laughs> good question. Or whose say matters? Like, and, and who has more say? Is yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. And that, usually the player does. Usually. Yes. Usually. Yes. Um. So we'll see. But it, it's definitely a massive thing. And and who's their plan if they do move on from Ryan Johnson? Can they get a 
can they get a McVeigh Shanahan type right. of guy in here? Disciple, yeah. Or is it still Sirianni's offense? If someone has, like the, the in the McManus report yesterday, it was Brian Johnson felt like he has to cater to Sirianni's offense. You know, so how does that dynamic work? Is Sirianni okay taking a step back from quote unquote his offense? There's a lot. There's a lot there. There's a lot. So, uh, yeah, it's it's number four is actually feels a little low because it's probably the most important <laughs> question on the team, Buzz. All right. Well, I got three more for you. And number All three, right, we'll, we'll see by the end. All right. Well, I'm going to the other side and I'm going D and defensive coordinator. Patricia cannot be back. Right. I mean, they fired Desai basically after not fired, but they relocated him to the booth after the Cowboys game. Hassan Reddick didn't sniff a sack immediately after that. This defense looks horrible. Patricia looked like a disaster both last night and over these past few weeks. What do they do with defensive coordinator? The most optimistic Eagles fans could justify bringing back the offensive you know, play caller. Defense, I mean, they have to move on, no? Uh, you would think so. But then I would ask, why did they even bring Matt Patricia in in the first place? I mean, it was reported Howie was, was very involved with bringing Patricia here. and we know That's what I'm saying. So why did they do that in the first place? You know, I don't know. Do they, do they decide, no, just give Matt Patricia a full offseason instead of him trying to run the size defense? Yeah, run the size defense. So there's a lot of that going How on. How is that supposed yeah. to work? Yeah. No wonder everyone looks confused. Again, 10 men on the field yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> like they'd burn a timeout? Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's so much miscommunication it looks like to me. Um, you know, my master plan. What you got? Well, Patricia's here because Belichick is is on his way. It's on his way here. Well, I mean, if Atlanta really wants Bill Belichick, uh, I would have suggested they just give him whatever he wants. <laughs> yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. So I don't know what the hell they're thinking about. They're oh. giving him an opportunity to go do other interviews? I would say Belichick is maybe more interested in seeing if the Cowboys or the job opens up here. Ah. At least those teams do have quarterbacks already. Yeah, you think he saw the, the tape of Desmond Ritter and just said to live through Bailey? He definitely saw that tape. Bailey Zappi and, <laughs> and Mac Jones and said, you know what? Eh, give me a second. Yeah. Give me a second. So we'll see where he ends up. I, I still can't see him in, in Atlanta. Like, I, the jerseys are too modern looking, frankly. I know that's a really dumb logic, but Belichick with, like, you know, fresh clothing. Yeah, he can't coach in a dome. Well, first off, how's he wearing the hoodie in the, do- in the dome? He can't. That's the point. Well, he's yeah. older, too. I think he wants to look like the abominable snowman like he did in his last game. Yeah, personality. Covered up and everything. Well, it doesn't snow here anymore, except for last night. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, here would definitely be better. Yes. I'm, I'm with you. Exactly. What's next? All right, number two is the head coach, Nick Sirianni. Now, we haven't heard anything today that would suggest he's on the way out, but certainly some question marks of how this collapse happened. A monumental collapse from 10-1 and 1 to getting embarrassed and looking like a team that looks like it's quit. And Troy Aikman is saying that this, you know, these players don't even want to be there. Losing 32-9 to 9 to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is a horrible way to end a horrible skid of a season here that started in December. What's the future at head coach? What is the faith uh, in this head coach moving forward? And if you change the coordinators, it's still his offense. I think Nick Sirianni, a huge, huge question mark uh, entering 2024. Yeah, if he's here uh, moving forward, and then you wonder how you present this to your fans. Because the question is, once you get in front of the media, they're going to want to know why and what gives you confidence that he's the guy. So how you present this moving forward with Nick Sirianni will be interesting too, if that's what they decide to do. Mm-hmm. Well, and he, and he didn't talk today. so you nope. sh- He's probably going to talk tomorrow. Tomorrow or, or the next day. When – when Doug had his final, final press conference, it was him and Howie. Yep. So I'll be curious to see if, if Howie's involved in the press conference. I feel like he usually is at the end of season. 
do they do they post? I, I think they will do a unified front, but I mean, how do they answer for this? Because I think I think what most fans are, are worried about or or obviously concerned with mm-hmm. is is this a rotted culture slash lo- locker room? Like, do they have right. the right guys in there? Because it's the only thing that, that you can kind of put your finger on is how this happened. It's not offensive scheme, whatever defense. Like, they didn't look connected. And I think that's going to be the big thing that, that, that Sirianni has to fix this offseason. Are these small fires or big fires? Right. You know, even when stuff gets leaked to certain people, um, it is so it's, – it's, it's sensationalized so much because that's what we want as a news cycle. We want it to be dramatic. But could it be something that's a small fire? And I'm not saying there aren't small fires there. In other words, is this fixable or isn't it fixable? Is this a situation where you're like, no, there's no way I'm playing for this guy or no way I'm playing, you know, and you want to be out of here. It's either me or him. You know, when Wentz left, it was like the bridges that had been burnt when he got benched. He wanted to move on. And they thought firing Doug would save. And they thought, and it didn't. He was out. He wanted to move on. So I wonder how deep this is and you know again when it gets presented to us we go to the automatic worst case scenario but i don't know if that's the case behind the scenes yeah well i did i did break down the uh, the hug between Jalen and howie very slow last night like it was a pruder <laughs> film it looked see, see what that was it looked like a good interaction it was he, he gave a nice butt tap yeah you know, you know it was, Shows confidence from the from the general <laughs> manager, so we'll see. But there's a there's certainly a lot that's going to come out within the next month. And was that the first time Howie was standing at the door greeting everybody? I believe so. Yeah. End of season thing. Maybe. And it's only back to back weeks. I've seen the, the the reporters couldn't wait to film Lori. Coming like, in, yeah. Coming into the, they hadn't seen that all year. Yep. You know, they couldn't wait to get their little cameras out. The Elliot Fake Shore, <laughs> Fake News Parks, <laughs> spreading spreading lies. What's next, uh, Buzz? Yeah, and at number one, the reason why Brian Johnson was not higher, my number one question, I think the number one question entering 2023, it's the quarterback, or 2024, it's the quarterback himself, Jalen Hurts. Listen, you can fire the coordinators, you can fire the coach. Uh, but there's a lot of question marks about his play this past season, entering next season. His extension is not even kicked in yet. You can get rid of the coaches much more easily than you can get rid of the quarterback. It's also the nature of the position. Uh, he did not, you know, when he was asked about the Tim McManus report, did not really seem to dispel it at all. Uh, I, I think there are major, major question marks about Jalen Hurts, and he's the guy who's not going anywhere. If he does not bounce back closer to what we saw in 2022, uh, it's going to be a sad state of affairs down there at Novocaine. Well, we talked about this a lot. I mean, Part of getting that contract is being the eraser. So when things aren't perfect, can the quarterback drag you through it? And, yeah, the defense is bad. Offensive play calling, maybe not up to, up to your standard or whatever the standard is these days. Um, but that's part of being the franchise quarterback and getting that contract is being able to pull your team through this stuff. Yeah. And even if all the reports aren't necessarily completely true, there's something to – a desire to have Jalen be more of a vocal leader, to be more of uh, someone that's present, to be more of someone that you can approach. And quite frankly, I was surprised that through this, these tough times, like Jalen's voice wasn't the prevailing voice coming out of the locker room. Like he's the face of the franchise. Like he should be leading this charge. His voice should be the strongest. He should make the strongest proclamations, not 
retreat, go uh, zero dark 30, say very little. Like, and I'm less concerned about the physical ability of Jalen Hurts moving forward. That doesn't concern me as much as some of the stuff that's out there about whether or not his teammates um, feel connected to him. Is he a part of the team? Those sort of things. That would concern me a little bit more because I wonder if you're going to be able to change his personality and change how he interacts with everyone. And when he doesn't just get paid to win football games, he gets paid that amount of money to be the face of the franchise. He's the face of the franchise. You don't get to duck responsibility when things don't go well. No star does in this town, and nor should they. And I guess I wonder if they don't think he's going to change, do they have to get different leadership in there and take the take that kind of stuff off his, off his plate? No, I think they need to stress to him the importance of making these changes. And, I mean, it's going to take a while for him to find out whether or not he's stubborn and just won't change certain things because then you're going to get one disappointing season after another. Yeah. Like, that's what's going to happen. And so, and eventually, you turn everybody against you. So, Jalen has to look deep within himself. And sometimes, you know what? Being a leader is being uncomfortable. It's not about being comfortable when you're a leader. It's about being uncomfortable sometimes and being okay with that. And sometimes, you got to be the bad cop instead of always the guy who's patting somebody on the back saying, great job. Sometimes, you got to put a foot in somebody's butt and say, get, get, let's get going. Yeah. And you got to have enough confidence you can do that. It was interesting last night. I mean – because uh, Devontae didn't touch the ball in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. And then the Mike, I've heard Mike on the broadcast, Devontae went over to Jalen and said, you know, kind of give me the ball. Yeah. So the guys are kind of going to him. I, at least it was approachable from that standpoint. So I, I thought it was maybe a, a step in the right direction. Okay. Hopefully. Yeah. This segment sponsored by Guided Door Windows. Take advantage of Guided Door Windows' big winter sale. Through the month of January, receive 40% off all windows and doors. Call 1-877-GO-GUIDE or visit goguida.com. Nikki Eyes in Washington Township. What's happening, Nikki? Nikki! Yo! Yo! What's up, man? What's up? Nikki Eyes. By the way, Jack, I thought we went through this already. Listen, dude. I don't know why these fans are so stupid. Ah, uh, hold on, hold on. You gotta clean your phone up for one second. Sorry, buddy. Uh, let's go, to Justin in Tennessee. <laughs> What's happening, fellas? You sound down, buddy. What's up, Justin? I am down, man. That I am. I'm down. Is watching that direct last night. I mean, I've never really been just like where I can't stand a team. That team just pissed me off so much last night. I hated watching football. With the effort that they put out, how they their body language, like you said on the sideline, there was one point where Baker Mayfield was scrambling, and the receiver was blocking Eli Ricks like he was boxing him out for a rebate, and Eli Ricks kept backing up. It, it was it that was, was embarrassing. I remember that play. It was mm-hmm. early. Yep. It, yeah, it, it was ridiculous. I mean, and two things I, I want to hit on. First thing, something that Jack said. It pisses me off that A.J. Brown is a captain on the team and he can't be bothered to go with his team to Tampa. I mean, it's, it's a sprained knee. It's not like he, he had a torn Achilles or a major injury. It's a sprained knee. You know, go with your team and have their back. That's, that's, that's how I feel. He's a captain. Second that thing. irked me, like, too. Go ahead. No, that irked, uh, that, that irked me, too. What's next? Oh, oh, second thing is, like, Something that Jalen said in the presser afterward really pissed me off was 
it wasn't our turn. It wasn't our turn. What the hell is that supposed to mean? <laughs> when I was a little kid, and I, we were playing and stuff like that, and, you know, you'd have to share, and, oh, you got to wait your turn. Well, sometimes you'd get your turn would get passed over, and you just have to make it your darn turn. you got to stand up and be like, hey, y'all going to have to quit throwing the ball off my head and let me catch it every now and then, and stand up and be a man and make it your dadgum turn. Not, not just wait your turn, take your turn. And be aggressive with it. I, what, mm-hmm. what the crap is that supposed to mean? And I'm, I agree with Buzz on his his top five. I'm really like his demeanor and everything with Jalen and all this stuff going on. It's concerning, man. And I know it's kind of like PTSD with everything that went on with Carson. And we've been through it, and everybody's been talking about it, and it's ridiculous. But it's, it's there. I mean, you you can't help. And I hope and pray that this ain't Kelsey's life to rob because I hate to see him go out like that. Mm-hmm. But if it is, man, it's, it's been an awesome ride, and it was an honor and privilege to get to see that man play. But uh, I'm going to get out there and let you go, and uh, I'll holler at you boys later. I love you. I mean, all right, there you all go. I love you, Justin. Josh, Justin be safe down there. Snowstorms hitting the East Coast. I know. I know. It was, it was, it was interesting seeing snow on the ground. Was, yeah, how'd you like that? Was, Finally got your wish. I loved it. I was very happy. I hate it. I was out there at 8 o'clock this morning. <laughs> shoveling? Well, shoveling, cleaning the cars off. That's good. Puts hair on your chest. <laughs> I have my neighbor do it. <laughs> well, yeah. isn't, that, isn't that nice of your neighbor? Well, I walked, out, I walked outside because I wasn't going to do it. I was actually going to make Jill do it. You know, <laughs> That's terrible. I man. had to go to work. So you send your wife out to clean the car? Well, I eventually, no, I'm talking about the sidewalk. The sidewalk. That's even worse, clean the sidewalks. Well, like I said, <laughs> like I said, I had to get to work. You know, I got home at 4. Uh, I wanted to sleep. You did have a long, I got, yeah. I got home at, I got home at 4. It was up at 8.30. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, hung out for, for an hour and had to get had that. Had to get on, back down this way. Yeah, come out and lay out a radio show. So, yeah, I was going to have Jill get out there. Got out there. My neighbor was doing it. Shout out to Marpa. So. So, so I probably appreciate that. Um, but, yeah, with Jalen, the, the Jalen quote did start to pick up some traction, it seems like, with the whole it wasn't our turn thing. Mm-hmm. feels a little bit of like, yeah, throw our hands up in the air, you know? Like, yeah, I, I, I think sometimes he's searching for these answers, man. Why he can't just, he just be real? <laughs> I just give a – it's fine, man. Just right. give a real answer how you're really feeling. So true. Like, let me know you like, – I think he – we know he cares. Right. But it's just – no one's going to buy it when it's this nonsense about it. We had a crumb. It wasn't our turn. Yada, yada. Like, yeah. it's just nothingness. Nothingness. You can give real answers. Like, Kelsey gives real answers. He's, he's, he's lens more positive, but it's, mm-hmm. it's honest. People want honesty. Mm-hmm. And, and, and too much of the podium with both him and Nick. Well, J- uh, Jason would tell you when they play like crap. <laughs> yeah, I know. He'll tell you. <laughs> Which I appreciate. Lane Johnson, very honest after the game last yep. night, said it was embarrassing. Yep. Said he didn't like like the body language of some of his teammates. Um, they're honest. I just when, when he's up there, it just feels so, eh. You know, it's, it, I want him to, to to be real. It's okay to be real. People appreciate real in this city. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We are live at Chickies and Pete's. I and tell you what, though, he looked immaculate last night standing at the podium. He thought they were getting a win. Look good. Thought they were getting a win. We're live at Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. Pre-game, in-game, or post-game. Basketball and hockey are better at Chickies and Pete's. Find a location near you at chickiesandpeets.com. Something tells me he gets like, like the, the, the hairs on his eyebrows are actually lined up perfectly. I mean, seriously, everything. It, it looks 
pristine standing up there at the podium. He looks looks like he was ready to be taking a, uh, a photo shot, shot, uh, shoot or something. Yeah, and then what happened? Well, I'm just saying, some things you got to appreciate. And we know Carson used to get up there with acne on his neck and the beard was all out of place and the, the damn – he let Malcolm take him shopping, and that went terrible. Like every, everything was all messed up, no, man. Carson, stick with the plaid. He had a damn velvet jacket on once. That didn't work Remember out. The hat? Remember the, the, oh, the he wore, hat? Oh, he wore the hat. That didn't work out. Like, he was trying to relate to his teammates. He you was. Know what yeah, I mean? trying to relate to the brothers, man. But we don't relate to you trying to dress like us. Like, yeah, stop. Wait till like I start the doing Bronco that. butts. <laughs> well, I'm gonna start. Yeah. Yeah, you come in here with one of these crushed velvet jackets yeah. like I had on. Yeah, for your fifth yeah. <laughs> If you're looking at me yeah. sideways, uh, that, that won't be going well at all. Uh, well, you're, you're a flannel guy. I'm a flannelsman and a sweaterman. <laughs> uh, turned into a sweater guy. But yeah, I got a nice flannel on today. <laughs> had to wear my best to trick you. I had to take a shot at the Wentz just for. That's the one thing I couldn't defend was the parents. Oh, okay. I thought you said, said his parents. I was parents. Like, I was like, what are you, why are we dragging Carson's parents into this? 215-592-9494. I thought we'd end the show, Ike. What? With a little bit of positivity. <laughs> oh, you want to you grace us with 20 minutes of it? No, five minutes. <laughs> I want to play Jason Kelsey's speech in its entirety. Uh, ah, the it, Super Bowl the speech? The Super Bowl speech. If it is his last, uh, his last hurrah, I thought it'd be cool. We have five minutes of, uh, of his speech. Take a trip down memory lane. And uh, reminisce on um, one of the greatest Eagles of all time. Who's you? Reportedly. Who knew you were a big Eagles fan? I love Kelsey. Say, not last offseason. Say Kelsey, not Eagles. <laughs> I like Devontae. There's a lot of guys on this team I don't really like, frankly. But I like most of them. Some drive me nuts, including the head coach. We'll get to all your phone calls, Jason Kelsey's speech, text line, all of that. Coming up next on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hey, if the cold weather has you thinking it's finally time to replace those old drafty windows and doors, then there is no better time than now to make your home more energy efficient while taking advantage of Guida's big winter sales event. My good friends over at Guida Door and Window are extending their big winter sale through the month of January by offering 40% off every window and door that you buy. That's right, 40% off each expertly installed energy efficient replacement window which also includes free high-performance low-E glass. And if you're in the need of a new door, you'll receive 40% off any door, including insulated entry doors, sliding patio doors, garage doors, and storm doors. You can also take advantage of Guida's interest-free financing or low monthly payment plans to get your project started with no money out of pocket. This offer is for a limited time only, so you must act quickly. If your home needs new windows or doors, then call the experts at Guida today to schedule a free in-home estimate at 1-877-GO-GUIDA or visit them at goguida.com. That's go, G-U-I-D-A.com.